0: This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly membership program that keeps you motivated during goal achievement. The online portal equips you to track your progress, complete live weekly previews with the Compass community, learn new skills through monthly master classes, and enter members-only giveaways. So you gotta check it out. Join Compass today at fullfocusplanner.com/slash-compass.
1: Guys, help us out with the first tip.
2: First tip is to get some extra work done. You know, don't be lazy.
1: <laughs> That's
2: the anti-tip right there. Oh, don't be lazy. sorry. i got the wrong script.
1: It's sounds shuffling paper. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verb's. Here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you both. Happy, Happy Monday, Virbs. Thank you kindly.
3: Yeah, and Blake, I feel like I mean we're still virtual. We're recording this uh, via the internet, but I feel like if you're together, you need like a little hug.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been sick for a number of days, undisclosed number of days. You know, I was in bed, been in bed a lot, a lot of naps. Mm. So, if I fall asleep in the middle of this podcast, <laughs> just know that uh, it's not because I think you're boring, but it's not not because I think you're oh, boring. Oh, okay.
3: Either. Okay. That's good to so, know verbs where we stand uh, yeah, in this. Exactly. Equation.
2: Speaking of rest, you know, we had an amazing venation last month. Yes, indeed. But uh, I kind of feel like I still want some rejuvenation. So let's talk about uh, what we all work for here, the weekend. <laughs> the weekend.
3: Well, first, let's say that is not what we work for. I mean, that's why we promise that you're going to love Mondays again. Is because we mm-hmm. want actually not for you to be just like working <laughs> for, you know, Friday evening. I, I certainly have been there in my career. I don't know about you two, but like literally when I was like, How what do I have to do to make this week get done faster so I can just get to Friday night? Like it literally was like what I was living for. And and it was not a very healthy place to be. And I'm so thankful that I'm not there um, anymore. And so for everybody out there that is feeling like that, like today is a great episode. This podcast, that's what it's here for. Hopefully. You find some good um, tips and resources to help you start loving Mondays again.
2: Cut to the montage of tired, frustrated Courtney in the background. Everybody's working for the weekend.
1: <laughs> Blake, I'm glad that even though you're sick, you still can maintain those sultry vocal tones. Mm. Thank yeah, you that. I, it was pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, I, I didn't technically
2: choose a key just now. And so that may have <laughs> come across, but the heart was there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So guys, what we're talking about today is that feeling that you get when maybe you've reached Monday and you feel like the weekend just happened. And before you know it, boom, Monday hits. I think it's true that weekends just can be a, a craziest time of the week and it's easy to get swept away, but... What you do on the weekend actually matters. Great weekends are the foundation for great weeks. That's why these happy Mondays are so vital and so important. Because when your weekends are restful, fun and productive, and we have the energy and we have the clarity that we need to succeed starting Monday morning. And you can create weekends that actually work for you. But as we'll talk about today, it takes intentionality. So we're walking through four tips for getting the most out of your weekends Guys, help us out with the first tip.
3: Yeah, the first tip is to identify your priorities. And listen, guys, out of the gate, I just have to say, I think, you know, we have this free tool called the Vacation Optimizer. And like, anytime we talk about it, there's a part of my spirit that wants to like reject that. You know, it's like vacation and optimization, like, ooh, that doesn't go together. Um, And you may be having some of that same initial like response to what we're talking about today. So I just want to acknowledge that, um, that you might be like, ooh, getting the most out of weekends. No, I want to do the opposite. You know, like I want to ha- get nothing out of the weekend. I just want to like veg on the couch. Um, but hang with us because I think what yep. we're trying to lay out here is really how, how do you you leave the weekend just feeling your best. Like how do you actually, you know, I think that vegetative state that that sometimes we just like want, we, what we really want is like to come out of the weekend just like feeling great. And and we think that by having no intentionality with our weekend, just being able to binge watch Netflix, like that that's going to give us that. Mm. Um, I don't think that's the case. And so if your initial response is like, no, like don't I don't want to do anything with my weekend. Just hang with us uh for a minute with these tips. So that's my first disclaimer. So the first step again is identify your priorities. What do you want from your weekends? Um you know, a great way to think about this question is to reflect on your weekends you've loved. You know, what have been weekends that when you think back you're like, "Ah, oh, that was so fun for me." Um I think about, this was early in 2020, my husband and I and my daughter, we would take a hike um, right out our, we have a greenway in our neighborhood that goes several miles back in the woods. And we got on a habit of doing that on the weekends. And I loved those weekends. Um, So think back about the weekends that you've loved and find out like, what are the components of those weekends?
2: I'm just imagining... Different kinds of biscuits with bacon and cheese <laughs> that I've had. Like when you said, I'm just like, oh, well, I had a I had a bacon egg and cheese there. Oh, I had a bacon and cheese, and then a donut there. Wow. So that so for yours me, relates to food. That's a priority for me.
3: <laughs> bacon, which
2: I think I would say is another disclaimer is sometimes when you're especially listening to a productivity podcast, you think, oh, my priorities should be X, Y, and Z. There's no should Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. this. In fact, this tip won't work for you if you're borrowing what you think your priorities should be. This is Mm. just, you know, something that you've got to stay true to yourself. So for me, my priorities is to eat some tasty food, drink some coffee, have some, a little bit of, you know, dad alone time. And... Uh, finally, oh, what was my last one? Oh, what was it? My mind is fading. What do I want to do? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not make any decisions. That's why I couldn't remember. Mm. I don't really want to make any decisions, mm. which kind of leads to the second tip, which is to make a plan. Yeah. I, I'm so reluctant to making plans, I think, on the weekend. But mostly, what I think what I'm resistant to is using my weekend time to plan. Mm-hmm. Which I think what is why this yeah. tip is so powerful. You know, like I don't want to have be on Saturday and be like, oh, what do we do? Should we do this? this? I'm like, no, I just I want to rest my mind.
1: Mm-hmm. So I yeah.
2: think I I like this tip. Make a plan.
1: You know what's interesting also, Blake, is um kind of coming out of, coming out of that first tip is asking the question, well, let me say this. This help this is helpful for me. Is what do I want to feel like by the end of my weekend? And that kind of helps, you know, work backwards. As far as what I will plan or what I will intentionally spend my time doing, because um, it's easy to when you, especially when you have family, you have smaller kids, things can just happen during the weekend. You know, you're learning about birthday parties they are like all day Saturday or a few birthday parties. So once you get through a couple of parties on a weekend, you're pretty much done. But at least if you can give yourself a head up, heads up, and then you know plan some times of rest in between that. For me, it it, it helps just prepare my mind to still get in that rest and consider everything that we have going on that needs to go into a plan for the weekend.
3: I think that is such a good um, tip is I do think because we usually, when you finish the work week, um, usually the exhaustion, if you're in a professional job, is like mental exhaustion. Um, Mm -hmm. And so kind of having an outline for the plan, you know, for the weekend is really helpful. Um, And I do think it's important that you don't have Mm -hmm. to have a really rigid plan. You don't have to have every like, 30-minute block scheduled, I think there are two tools that can really help you here. Uh, it's the ideal week and the daily big three. Again, you're probably not going to schedule out every 30 minutes, but if you have like, hey, these are the most important things for me to accomplish today, um, the daily big three can be a really helpful, loose you know, guideline for your weekend, uh, for your Saturday and your Sunday.
2: Yeah, and just to – I think this is where some people get tripped up, Courtney. They hear daily big three and they think work because the only yep. thing that they use their big three for is a work context. So when you're suggesting that, like what would show up on a weekend big three?
3: Yeah, that that's a, a great point. And, and we say over and over again, and we're going to keep saying it over and over again. Uh, just as a reminder, even your work days, you know, we don't want you to have – all of your daily big three work items, you know, those right. should just like your goals should encompass lots of life domains. And so actually, guys, you should really celebrate. If, for example, one of my daily big three happens to be this like riding challenge. And I knew it was going to be a struggle to get in this ride. And so I actually made that that workout one of my daily big three. Uh, so celebrate when you're like, hey, this is something outside of of work in my in my daily Big three. But you know, some e- examples might be uh errands that you need to run, social events. It could be a chore. it could be, you know, I'm gonna take our family to the zoo, mm-hmm. um, whatever those things are gonna be. It could be, I'm gonna take a nap today, you know, depending on your life stage, you know, that may take some intentionality uh to actually, you know, get that type of rest in. Um there's a whole list of things that you can you can use your daily big three. But again, it's just going to give you some loose structure for what you want to accomplish um, each one of those days.
1: And if I can sneak this one in as well, Courtney, is really using that self-care in the weekly preview, especially mm-hmm. the connect line. Because um, you may not, because of your schedule during the week, you may not have time for like a good solid mm-hmm. connection for whoever you would want to spend time with. But if you kind of give yourself a heads up in that weekly preview and, you know, jot down some names of some friends or family that you would want to connect with, knowing that the weekend is coming and and plan for that as well.
3: Yeah, that's a great point.
2: For me, when it comes to planning, I actually lean more into our next tip. And I guess maybe it's a form of the ideal week, which is, Mm -hmm. I think the extent of my weekend planning, admittedly, it's not my Greatest strength, but is probably Friday nights. Friday night is typically the night where uh, my wife Elena and I will, you know, kind of have a little date night. Last, you know, the last year was kind of weird because we like, we just wouldn't <laughs> go out as much, kind of during COVID time. But that's usually what I'll put some brain power in. Beyond that, there's there's not a lot that I can get up for every week. Especially, I usually end my week kind of tired, kind of ready for rest. And when you're tired and ready for rest, that's when, at least for me, I don't really want I don't get excited. Oh, I'm gonna plan a super fun weekend. Mm-hmm. But you can still use this. This when we say the ideal week, essentially what we're saying is plan a structure one time. Mm-hmm. You know? And and our third tip is is kind of an extension of that that's been beneficial for me, which is create weekend rituals so you may have heard us talk about rituals on this podcast we talk about morning rituals workday startup you know shutdown evening rituals those still come into play not the workday ones hopefully but those can still come into play but i'm more thinking of kind of structural rituals so for instance i mean a common one especially if you live in the bible belt like we do Sunday morning, you go to church. You know, like that's just – you don't make a huge decision. That's just something that you do that's installed in your life. Um, For my family on Saturdays, it's kind of understood. We sort of have a slow morning. Maybe dad, you know, makes some hash browns of bacon. And And biscuits.
3: (laughs) Always coming back to that bacon. (laughs) You
2: know what? That's what the weekends are about. Weekends are for bacon. Bacon and biscuits. And then we go – Switch gears. We go to a gym. We go to a gym. We have this gym we go to that has some childcare, PTL for for childcare, and my wife will have a workout. I'll have some alone time, do some journaling, kind of unpack the week. I like that. And then we go to the pool that's there. After that, and it's like this wonderful summertime Saturday ritual that we don't. We planned one time. And it was like, hey, that worked. And then it's just, it gets, everyone in the family kind of gets what they need in terms of rest and rejuvenation. And it's just sort of become a ritual. Now, we deviate from that, of course, but it's kind of a default, a ritual is great because it's sort of a default motion rather than like, you know, a a ritual that you're unhappy with or or you just Mm kind of drift towards like, oh, you know, we just sort of do nothing and, you know, lie around and, you know, watch TV, (laughs) which is also... Just I'm not throwing shade on Land around and watching TV. That's that could be a very great role for the for the right
1: season. You know what though? That can be deceptive when you say, like Courtney was talking about, you just want to veg out, binge watch whatever, depending on the type of binge watcher you are. Like you can if you try to take a whole series in and you start at eight o'clock at night and you're not finishing that thing till three, your whole week is messed up because <laughs> you will never catch back up and rest. And then you're dragging through the rest of the week. And it is the opposite of a happy Monday.
2: Especially if it was Stranger Things and (laughs) you end up having dreams about demi dogs, demi dogs, whatever they call them, you know? And then all of a sudden your dream life is threatened. You're paranoid, (laughs) you're locking your doors. You're sweating everywhere I'm not everywhere speaking from gone. personal experience. I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. that might have mm-hmm. happened to you.
3: Might have happened. Well, I, I feel like probably for some of our listeners, you fall into my camp, which is like I have a hard time just doing like sitting down and like chilling like that. That's not normally my MO. But the few times I do, I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch this show. I wish everybody could see how hard Blake was laughing
2: Oh, my gosh. Courtney's <laughs> like, you guys, let's have a restful weekend. Like, got up at 5.30, going to take a quick 10-mile <laughs> jog, and then it's time for crafts.
1: Wait, Courtney, <laughs> t- now you have to share what you did this weekend, though, just to underscore what Blake just said.
3: Oh, okay. So my husband was going to be out of town, and I got a new desk, which I'm so excited about, and... Um, I had these shelves that I was like, I want to paint these while you're gone. And he was like, yeah, because that would be a great usage of your time. And I was like, yeah, I think it is. I was like, I can totally keep two children alive and paint shelves uh, while you're gone, which meant, uh, like, you didn't hear this story. I literally had to, like, carry these shelves down a flight of stairs by myself. And I felt like, obviously, I'm the strongest person ever, like – you well, know. oh, that's
2: good. I thought you were going to say you accidentally painted one of your kids like they were sitting on the shelf <laughs> no, and you're just like, no, crying.
3: legitimately, I had my five year old out there helping me. She thought it was the greatest uh, thing ever. I was like, you know what, this moment is going to be about connection, not necessarily how great this paint job is going to be on this shelf. Um But, you know, I I do think my MO is like, oh, what else could we get done around this place? But I think even when I get myself in like, okay, let's like watch a show. Let's just sit here and chill. I feel like after a certain amount of time, no matter what your personality type is, you're kind of like, okay, I'm done with this. Like I've got to move my body in a different way. Oh, no, that's the
2: sweet spot. When you start feeling those (laughs) tinkies, you know, your legs are falling asleep. That's when you know it's time to pull out the old phone and get to work on your DoorDash app. All right. (laughs) You can get those donuts delivered. That's what I did this last week.
3: Okay. So what you're saying is basically you relive that episode with Chandler and Joey from friends when they're sitting in their recliners and they have everybody, all the delivery sent to the apartment across the hallway. So they don't even have to get up to get their food. Do you remember that episode?
2: No, I'm a yes. Seinfeld guy. It's like summer of George.
3: Well, I, I'm sorry. Okay, we'll continue the, this uh, very important discussion later. Uh, Weighing in, in the Facebook group, listeners. Seinfeld
1: versus Friends. Uh, uh, wow! Okay. I won't even. That's go where there. it begins. Do right you there. want to
3: break this tie? You want to break this tie really fast?
1: First of all, I will have to say um, that I've actually never watched an entire episode of Friends. However. I have taken in many episodes. You can't make of it through. Up. I understand. So, oh, what? But no,
3: Verbs, I started friend- after the reunion that just came on, I started Friends back from the very beginning. And I would love to invite you to join me. I'm only in season two, so you can catch up. Yes. No, but now no, no, like No slow.
2: true listener of our podcast is surprised at all <laughs> that Courtney's a Friends person and I'm a Seinfeld person. I feel like that. that's true. If you needed just a quick summation, which is good. We need both of those for highly productive podcasts.
3: True, true, true.
1: I have a a question though that may seem controversial or maybe not, but I think a lot of uh, our um, full focus users, especially in the community, have posed this question before. We talked about having a weekend ritual and using our ideal week tool to kind of structure those. But how do you, Use or do not use the planner on the weekend. Are you actually on a Saturday opening your planner, planning things, or do you do that beforehand?
3: It, uh, honestly, look really at Burns
2: transitioning us back to being productive. When I was taking this to summer, <laughs> I saw oh. where that was going. Wow! All right, it was crash okay. and burn quickly there. So All right, pivot. full focus planner, Courtney.
3: Yeah, I, it honestly depends. I think I'm very similar to to Blake in that we kind of have a rhythm. Um, and mm-hmm. I will I'll speak to everybody out there that kinda has an unconventional schedule. Uh, so my husband is a pastor and so he is, you know, he, Sunday is a work day for him. Friday, Friday and Saturday are basically his weekend. And so, but Friday is a work day for me. And so Saturday is really the only day that we have, you know, our whole family free. So we're really intentional about trying to to block that off. Um, and so I do come into the weekend kind of with kind of our ritual in place of like what sure. our flow for the day is, Um, but then I may, you know, like I may scratch out like what my big three is for each day of the weekend. I may or may not. Those three things are pretty easy for me to like hold in my head of like, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm planning to do, Um, but I'm not necessarily like carrying my planner, you know, out on the hike with me. Right. I know people that do that. And I, all for all of you listeners out there that carry your planners on your hikes, I've seen photos. I love y'all. Like- Y'all are amazing. Uh, that's just personally not how um, I work. I Because of my get all the things done. Uh, for me, I need to kind of have a little bit of like, I don't have to have every second planned. You know, it's good for sure. me to have a little looser schedule.
1: But sh- by the way, that may be a new product idea for people that jog with their planners. I'm just saying.
3: <sighs> Is you that our next April Fools? Back. It's the full focus glove. But I- for runners... You know, it could be on their back.
1: A full focus backpack with a water pouch on the back with a yes. straw. <laughs> Stay planning and hydrated on your jogs.
3: Stay tuned, friends. Stay tuned.
1: All right. What about you, Blake?
2: Um, I don't really use the day pages, but I definitely use the planner on the weekend. Okay. And it actually rolls into our fourth tip, which is preview your week because that's one of my Oh wait. More...
3: Hold on. That doesn't count. I didn't Yes, it that. does. <laughs> I didn't include that because I very much do that on Sunday evening. So, well, okay. I'm Continue. sorry. This is Continue. not your moment. This is my moment. The competition
2: continues. You lost it. I kind of um,
3: like. I kind of like semi sick Blake. He's a little sassy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Preview your week. So we recommend using a tool in the Full Focus Planner if you've got one called the Weekly Preview, and this is your opportunity to learn from the past week plan for your upcoming week and for me i would say there is no bigger difference that i notice in terms of tools in the planner i'll even Mm -hmm. say even above the day pages yeah there's no tool i notice if i have not done it versus if i have done it Mm. because it Because if I do my weekly preview, well, I kind of know, I have a sense for each day and what the biggest priorities are. And I've got my weekly big three. And part of that is just the nature of my season of life right now. Like, my daily big three is more or less the same almost every day. There's there's only a handful of priorities that I have to be responsible for day to day. But without the weekly preview, I kind of feel lost at sea a little bit in terms of what's coming at me and... Mm -hmm where I need to place my focus, where what I need to say yes or no to. Plus, I, I tend to feel lost just because I – there's some kind of energy boost I think I get from a weekly preview. You know, we talk about what you need on a weekend. For me, I think I need to feel mm-hmm. like in tune with my own life, I guess, like mm-hmm. kind of wh- wh- where I've been and where I'm going.
3: I could not agree more about the weekly preview. And honestly, what it allows me to do on the weekend Is just to know on Sunday evening, you know those like work thoughts like creep up during the weekend and you're like, your mind starts wondering. It's like, I'm able to say like, I'm going to set that aside because I know on Sunday evening, you know, I'm going to map out the plan for the week. And I think that the weekly preview, obviously we talk about how powerful it is for the week but i actually think it's really powerful for my weekend because of that like my like i trust that i have the space to deal with those things that come up or like the things that i feel like i've forgotten or i've got this big thing coming up like there's a plan for that and so i'm right. able to be more present and not in work mode on the weekend no that's that's
2: a really important point i think that's where things tend to Occupy your mind is when you don't know if you'll have a chance to come back Mm -hmm. to that. And so your brain goes, wait, do I need to hold on to this right now? Do we need to do something about this right now? And having that built in, you know, all these points kind of build on one another, right? From priorities to plan to rituals to this preview. Make the weekly preview a ritual. If you're wondering, hey, what would be a good ritual to install on your weekend? This is it because this is going to make uh, everything else in your week and your weekend run a lot smoother. Absolutely. So I just, there's an episode of lead to win that I have,
0: has really stuck with me where Michael talks about, and I don't know, I can't speak for Michael's current life, but he says that at least one stage of his life, he considered his weekend to start on Friday afternoon and run through Sunday evening. Mm -hmm. And so basically the idea that I took was, is because he knew he was coming back to his preview and was in a prep for the week on Sunday evening, he could just let go entirely on Fridays And start his weekend right away. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of freedom. And when he said that, he goes, my weekend kind of ends Sunday evening. I was like, it was a kind of an eye-opening experience to go. It's not about like the time. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, Sunday is weekend. (laughs) That's only for weekend. He just said he gets two full days of not thinking about it and all the freedom and joy and peace that comes from that. And then just because he schedules the time on Sunday evening, he's like, I'm going back into work mode. And he finds that that's very helpful. I found that framing to be useful if anybody finds it helpful
1: I think that's part of that whole restorative um, exercise of you know being able to pull away from having to think about something on a Friday and Saturday and just set it to the side that way when you come back to it on a Sunday evening. hopefully you're coming with fresh eyes and a um, just a renewed way of looking at things that prepare you for that week ahead so it's it's I mean it's really necessary to let it just not drop but just don't think about it for those two days. give yourself that grace to not do that knowing that you have a moment built in to where you'll be able to put your attention back on there with with a renewed perspective.
3: And for everybody listening, uh, literally, even if you're like a pro, you've been doing weekly previews for four, how old is this planner? Four years. I should know this. Guys, however old is this planner, you've been doing (laughs) it the whole time. You have one of the OG uh, planner subscriptions. Blake and Nick produced this guided weekly preview, and it is amazing. Verbs, have you listened to it yet?
1: I have not yet.
3: You've got to listen to it. It's so good. And I actually got in the community and everybody was like, I've been doing this for so long. There were so many new things I learned. So Blake just basically walks you through doing a weekly preview while you do the weekly preview. So if you haven't downloaded that yet, uh, you can get that. It's totally free. It's at focusonthispodcast.com slash preview. So schedule a time on Sunday. Turn that on. It's awesome.
2: Yeah, I listen to it every night to fall asleep. It's just really (laughs) comforting.
3: Still funny while sick. It's a good quality.
1: Right, so the good news is you don't have to get swept up in your weekend. When you identify your priorities, make a plan, create weekend rituals, and preview your week, you can turn your weekends into the foundation for productive, successful weeks. So before we close up, Do you have any final thoughts for our focus on this listeners?
2: I can share a final thought. Please do. And this will be me mostly talking to myself because I feel like I, this is an area (laughs) of growth opportunity, as you might say for me. But when it comes to weekends, I think there's a mindset shift that we talk a lot about with our clients in our business accelerator program. And it's this shift from thinking that rest and rejuvenation and even play and fun is this reward or this Mm. finish line type of thing that you get once you're done with all the work. Mm. And if you're struggling letting your work or kind of hyper productivity mode bleed into the weekend, or you don't want to use your planner because... Planning is so much a work thing for you, then you're probably due for a mindset shift that I, I think almost every one of our business accelerator clients has has had to go through themselves, which is just seeing it not as a reward or a finish line type of thing, mm-hmm. but seeing it as an asset that will pr- help you, help produce the results that you want in your life, in your work, in your career. And I think when you start to shift that then rest and rejuvenation is not this reward that gets pushed away, that gets minimized, that, gets, that shouldn't even be planned for because planning is a work mode. So if you do get there, then you ought not to plan. I think when you make that shift to, no, rest and rejuvenation is part of the productivity process for me. It's essential for me to get what I want out of life to produce at the highest level and, and what's important to me. And planning is not something that's just for work. It's actually just for yourself. I think that's when you can start to make that transition. And you know, you, you know, you could really just eat that bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit knowing, you know what, this is <laughs> this is an asset for me right now.
3: This right here is productivity.
1: <laughs> so thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so please share it with your friends and remember to check out Blake's guided weekly preview at focusonthispodcast.com slash preview. And we'll be here next week with another great episode. Until then, stay Stay focused. focused.
0: This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass. A monthly membership program that keeps you motivated during goal achievement. The online portal equips you to track your progress, complete live weekly previews with the Compass community, learn new skills through monthly masterclasses, and enter members-only giveaways. So you gotta check it out. Join Compass today at fullfocusplanner.com/compass.